0: Welcome back to another Football Logic Podcast. Maybe third time's the charm. I've tried to record this several times. Something at home has happened. Dog barking mainly is a thing. Um, But I want to talk about the upcoming, you know, with these new leagues coming up. The XFL coming back. The USFL um, just finishing their draft and all this other stuff. And why I think it's super important to have these leagues out there. Now... One thing that I think is super critical is player development. That's something that doesn't get talked about a lot as far as other leagues. So uh, you have a player like, I'm going to use Johnny Menzel as the perfect example. Now, Johnny Menzel, Texas A&M, football god. Right, um, that might be over, way over exaggeration, but an extremely good quarterback for Texas A and M was Heisman Trophy winner, young age, like a, a massive star in, in NCAA. But gets the NFL and his first ability to play and they're looking at him and they're like, this isn't Johnny Manziel that we know. This isn't what we drafted, what we scouted. Right? Let me take a drink of my coffee. But regardless, that going from collegiate to NFL level is completely different in so many facets of the way. Now, I never, never, or nor will I ever play at that level. But when you you see these interviews, these players, you know, have all these college kids, right? They're going to sit there, they're going to start their career saying... You know, it's not going to be that different from the going from college to NFL. It's not that big of a difference. I played in the ACC. I played the SCC You know, we played downhill fast already. Then they get to the NFL, and then they're humbled. They're like, holy crap, this is different, you know. I don't know what I'm, you know, I didn't know what I was saying. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I think Derrick Henry said, you know what, I played, I want to see this Derrick Henry. Please don't quote me on this. He's like, you know, played. He played in Alabama, so I think Alabama's ACC. ACC or SEC, they're one of the two. Um, he's like, you know, I already I played in in that that conference, so it's very NFL like. But I got to the NFL, and it's still a completely different speed. It's the, the players are faster, the players are smarter, they tackle faster, or they they, they tackle. They have more of a wrap up tackle. It's harder to break away, things like that. And that's a hundred percent true. You look at college games, you you put the college game next to the NFL game, and you see the experience of these these NFL. Superstars and NFL backups compared to collegiate players, and yes, the collegiate players have been playing a little bit less time as far as uh, NFL players, just because if you look at youth football, middle school football, high school football, and college, whatever. Um, but regardless, like the you could see there's a gap there, and especially in the quarterback position, because. As a linebacker, as a running back, as a receiver, as all those positions, right? You will eventually, you know, in theory, get up to where your coaches and owners want you at, in, uh, in experience and in player, what's the word? Experience and I can't think of the word right now, Um, but you you'll get to that level, right? You'll get to where their expectations are to be a starter. As a quarterback, you have such a short window, so to be a a starting quarterback, to not be labeled as a bust, it would help and unfortunately a lot of players want to break records. So this might hurt them as far as, you know, those players wise. You want them to be able to develop without the pressure of losing a million millions of dollars contract without, you know, shaming the league, or the franchise of the league, right? That's what something that Johnny Menzel did. He got drafted. He made stupid, stupid choices off the field. And it reflected to his on-the-field playing, and the Browns were labeled dumb for drafting him. The Browns don't have a uh, a big, uh, an in-depth track record of drafting the best players. Um, but, especially at the quarterback position, since you are pivotal to the offense, right? You don't have a good quarterback you don't have a good offense but player development is so critical so now they can go to the XFL they can go to the USFL make a little bit of money and develop as a player so that when they go to the NFL they go to these, these tryouts and these combines they're already developed they've already played three years in a professional and I do air quotes professional because I don't know what to call it right now league and now they're going to start for the Browns, they're going to start for the Patriots, they're going to start for the Cardinals, whatever, right? And possibly take them to the Super Bowl because they've already learned how to read defenses, how to throw players or the receivers open, how to do back shoulder fades, how to do some of these difficult passes that in NFL style game experience is different. And the XFL is going to be, and the USFL are going to be comparable to the NFL. Yes, they're going to have different rules. But they have a lot of NFL vets playing in that league, on top of collegiate players. So you have a mix. The collegiate players are gonna get to know, get to feel of the speed earlier. The vets are gonna get what they want, and you're gonna have more people transitioning in and out of the NFL. If they're gonna go out of the NFL. They're gonna to go to the XFL, USFL, and these players that excuse me that excel in the USFL, XFL. They're gonna to go to the NFL or CFL. You know. Um, big thing. Another big thing is is media coaching and money management. Now, starting off with media coaching, it's super important, right? You take a player like, and this is not ripping Marshawn Lynch. I actually love what he did. He hated talking to the media, but he kept constantly getting fined because he's like, I'm a football player. I don't need to talk to the media. Unfortunately, it's in his contract to talk to the media. But besides the point, right? He doesn't want to talk to the media. He's not going to talk to the media. So, he started doing things like, I'm just here, so I won't get fined. Because he was, he was losing, like, millions of dollars. Um, but then you have other players that, they get on the podium, and they didn't do any media in college, right? They weren't sponsored, they didn't do media, um, post-game reports or post-game conferences, whatever, in college, excuse me for that, but now they get to the NFL, and they're doing really good, so now they're expected to talk, and they say some things that are just poor, or you know, uh, shine a poor light on the league or the team, and now the team is going to be forced to make a decision, because the media is going to want them to make a decision. So you don't want Patrick Mahomes to come out and say something political that is politically taboo in the world right now, and now the Chiefs have to make a decision on what they're going to do with Patty Holmes. So are they going to bench him for saying something stupid? They're going to have to do their own, you know, damage, um, uh, fire sale, damage assessment, recovery, whatever. Right? Uh, a PR stunt to make everything better. No, you want to be you want these guys to come into the league already making good impressions. So have them go to the XFL. Have them go to the USFL. Unfortunately, like. Uh, they could probably get the proper media coaching because they're not going to get as big media outlets like the NFL is. They're still going to get looked at by ESPN and and, um, SportsCenter. And especially for the XFL, the Rock has such a big following that he's going to turn heads, but he's also going to make sure, just like the USFL president, they're going to make sure that their players are smart. So they're going to get the media coaching that they deserve. And money management goes hand-in-hand, too. You don't want, it. there's so many players that go into the NFL that think, out of the gate, I'm making millions of dollars. And then they spend it all and they're broke. You have Chad Ochocinco lived two years at the Bengals stadium, so he didn't spend a dime. Marshawn Lynch, Gronkowski, they all paid endorsement deals and not their contract. Their contract went straight into a bank account. And they didn't touch it, but they got endorsement deals. They started their own brand deals and made money that way so when they retired, they had a stockpile of millions of dollars to pay for their their lifestyle. But you have players, other players that just blow through their money. You can get loans from the NFL. They get a loan from the NFL, and they got to pay it back now. And they're working, you know, they're w- working in their collegiate field, but now they got to pay the NFL off millions of dollars. It's not that good of a job, or not that good of a, a lifestyle, right? And all these college players now. You look at it in the light of now they get their, their sponsorship deals. I think it's NI, the NIL sponsorship deals. So they're on a scholarship. So the school's already paying for them to live on, on, on campus. The, the team, the football team, baseball team, soccer, hockey, whatever sport they're playing, but we're going to talk about football, is they're giving them meals, right? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. and most facilities. Um, then on top of that, you're forced, you know, you got no bills to pay. You got maybe your, your phone, your phone and a car if your parents are paying for that, right? So now you've got a sponsorship of Nike, Under Armour, um, Champ Sports, things like this. And you're pulling in millions of dollars. You got no bills. You just got phone bill and a car bill maybe. Well, you're going to be buying a lot of expensive stuff, expensive shoes, expensive jewelry, pants, shirts hats, a brand new car, um, you're going to go out the club and spend a lot more money at the club because you got the money with no bills. Now you go to the NFL and you're broke because maybe you lost an endorsement deal and you're living, you know, you got uh, like an Audi, a $150,000 Audi. I don't even know how much some of those go for, but you, you got a nice iPhone, and you got all these gold chains, you got all these diamonds, you got these the new Jordans or Yeezys, you got expensive shirts, expensive pants, I don't know what expensive shirts and pants are out there, And but you're only making a couple hundred thousand because it's a rookie contract you didn't get drafted in the first round, like five, six hundred thousand. Still a good living on my side, right? I'd kill to make five, six hundred thousand a year, but now that millions is gone and I got paid some of these bills if you didn't pay it off already. Now you go to the NFL, the USFL, the XFL, they're not paying their players millions of dollars out of the gate. So they're already going to have to learn money management. And that's going to be an expectation in college. Like, hey, and it's something the coaches are going to have to express. Hey, you're not going to go to the NFL sometimes. You're going to have to go to the USFL. You have to go to the XFL. They're not going to pay you millions of dollars. They're going to pay you sixty, seventy thousand, eighty thousand dollars 70000 80000 a year to play. They're going to have good insurance, right? But those leagues, you got to perform. You got to be able, you know, perform a little bit more than the NFL because the NFL, like, they may have a little bit more leniency because they're not, you know, one, they're gonna be paying you billions of dollars, so they they got the funds to do it. The USFL, the CFL, the XFL, they don't. They have a lot smaller money pool to pull, the pull from, but so you better get right first. Um, but then learn how to manage your money. Once you get to the NFL, you get and you got money management skills. You learn how to spend your money smart. Uh that's just you know a, a big philosophy right, and then there's probably a millions of reasons I can come up with, but on the top of my head, and the big one is given the the players who don't have the ability to play the ability to play, so I come from you know I grew up in it's called uh Salem paddock Lake area right small town, but in Kenosha county, so Kenosha county is only bred from my knowledge three nfl players amici um melvin gordon and trey waynes so i i had a dream i wanted to play in nfl i was too small i didn't have the um the discipline to do it so you know i didn't i didn't play a lot of football in high school i didn't go to college um i wasn't good so i didn't get my chance but when I saw the XFL come back the, the the second time around before the Rock took over, and I saw they weren't making millions of dollars, but I knew, hmm, the talent pool is going to be less opposed to the NFL. And that year I was right. I was watch- It was a, it was kind of rough to watch, but me and a few buddies of mine were like, "Why don't we try out? Right? Worst case scenario, we don't make it. We look like idiots, but we have a story to tell." Best. Best case scenario is we're on a team, right? And we make more money than I make now, or at the time now. So it can't hurt, right? But uh, I never went <laughs> travel, work, all that stuff. It it never worked pans out. But you give these players that you know a very small percent of college go to the NFL and CFL, you give them a chance to live their dream to be a professional athlete in some facet of the way and get paid to do it, right? So. AJ McCarron a national championship winning quarterback? Question mark. I'm going to say yes cuz he played for Bama. Um really good collegiate quarterback, right? Was a backup in the NFL, started a few games, and he wasn't terrible. I like I like the guy. I like him a lot. But he left 4 million dollars on the table to take a I think it was a 98% pay cut to get paid upwards of 60,000 a year. I make to put in perspective, I make more than sixty thousand a year right now. And he just wanted his kids to watch him play. That's it. He wants to grow memories or build memories with his kids because you know, in the NFL he was making four three million dollars a year to be a backup, and that's not a bad deal that's not a bad gig. But he wanted his kids to watch him play. And he plays in the XFL, it's a nationally televised on I, I don't even know what channels. I watch it on YouTube TV. But, you know, he's, he's being broadcasted and he's a stud in the XFL. He's good. And his kids are going to grow up talking to their kids about how Grandpa AJ, Grandpa McCarran played in the XFL. And that's what a lot of these guys want. You know, I'm, I have a daughter. And I would love for her to watch me play football one more once, padded football at least once, so we she has that memory. And a lot of us that don't play football anymore, we just have that dream, right? So give these kids, give these guys these dreams that they played one or two years in the NFL, and they're not done. The USFL and the XFL are the best possible choice for these guys, next to the IFL and AFL, and especially if the CFL won't take them, these. B leagues and C leagues are are there for those reasons. I do believe these the the indoor football league needs to get the more the the exposure that it's deserved because you have some good players coming out of those, and they get overlooked because of it being arena, and you know it's high scoring games. Now they, these guys now have the chance to leave arena to go to XFL, USFL, and a couple years ago the AAF, to try their hands out at what's it like to be a quote-unquote televised superstar and then can i transition to that the NFL so that's just you know my quick thought process and why i believe having these leagues are super important i may have ranted a little bit more than i should have on some of the points um but that's it right it's very simple but let me know what you guys think hit me up on your thought process behind the xFL and usFL why they're so important or why you think they're not important uh, hit me up at football logic on Instagram. You'll see the fun FL logo. I do have, and then there you have the link tree. So we have a discord. It's only me and my moderator right now, um, link to the Instagram, link to the, I think the YouTube question marks and donation. If you'd like to hear more, um, don't do this a full time job clearly because I'm inconsistent, but I would like to start getting in the realm of making a little bit off of it so I could buy some better equipment, better microphones and some studio stuff to, Production. So, thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll catch you guys later.